of Edinburgh only having that title for their life and not in perpetuity down through the generations. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how it all works anyway, but I don't know. I mean, it, it, they change all the time, don't they? You know, the well, names and stuff like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, the saying had always been that when Prince Philip died, the Earl of Wessex was going to be made the Duke of Edinburgh. mm And that has happened. It took a few months, but it did happen. But then it was said in the next breath, but he only keeps the title for his own lifetime and it's Mm. not going to be passed on to his son and throughout the family, throughout his descendants. And it's like, hmm. Well, where where does it go? Because there's always, isn't there always a Duke of Edinburgh? No. No, No. it it will just die with Prince Edward. Mm. Yeah. And I just thought. Mm. I'm a bit sad for him. Mm. I'm yeah. a bit sad for him. Why, yeah, I don't why know don't why. They want, why don't they want any more royal dukes? It's not like they're going to make lots of them. Mm. Interesting. Interesting because, I mean, you can still have that continuing into perpetuity without, and still have your pared down working royal mm. group and not include them. I, I, I just find yeah. it odd. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Anything to add, Eddie? You're very awfully quiet. I, I really don't understand how a lot of it works either. Actually, I um, yeah, I just find some of the decisions made a uh, a bit eyebrow lifting. Yeah, I felt a bit bad for Prince Edward, but he's yeah. one of the never complain, never explain people. Well, so you don't he... really hear much from him, do you? He's very, very flies under the radar. Yeah, keeps to himself about most things. Yeah, doesn't he? yeah, I know, he's but he, he's one of the. I don't think he's ever been... No, no trouble. No. No. He's, he's also one of the busiest um, royals. Working royals, yeah. Yeah, because he he's took over. Royal. Not yeah. only was he doing his own stuff, but then he took over a lot of Prince Philip's, yeah. you know, roles. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, and Prince Philip yeah. was still doing stuff. Yeah. Right, you know, how old was he, 99 when he died? Yeah. And, and he was still doing stuff, you know, just a wee while, obviously COVID happened, but even before then he was still doing stuff, so, like same as the Queen. But then Prince Philip started doing a, a lot more of his engagements and took over his role a bit as well as you doing mean his own. Prince Edward. Prince Edward, sorry. Yeah, Prince yeah. Edward. Yes. And then, yeah. of course, Sophie does a lot of stuff as well. Yeah. You know. As well as she was just a good mate of the Queen's. She was a yeah. good companion because a yeah. lot of the Queen's companions died before she did, as yeah. happens with a yeah. lot of old people. Their friends well, died. Well, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's Not right. Not many people yeah. live as long as the Queen, do they? That's no. right. That's yeah. right. that active. That's, that's right. Yeah, so I don't know, but he could be entirely good with it. I don't know. Mm. But, yeah, mm. Edward and Sophie are two mm. of the hardest-working royals out there aside from Princess Anne. Mm. And yeah. I, I suppose Charles, because he was doing a lot more for the Queen, a lot of the administrative stuff behind mm. the scenes as she was getting frailer and older, so he wasn't seen to be out 
in front of the people doing stuff, but he yeah. was helping the Queen more with whatever happen, comes in those Learning boxes. the ropes. And learning the ropes and getting ready to mm. do a smooth handover. We're not saying Charles doesn't work. It's just that the ones that get seen are Princess Anne, Edward and Sophie. They're the three big ones that have been out and about. Mm. And now William and Kate are now Prince and Princess of Wales. They're out more. And the children mm. are older too. So, you know, they're, they're free ex- at least between nine and three every day, aren't they? Mm. So do you know what I'm looking forward to the most? Tell me. Is the actual, like, BBC commentary. Yes. And yes, that wonderful good, guy. What, what's his name, the Welsh guy? Vicky no, Arbiter. Yeah. I love a good commentary and, you know, they're, they're up in their box and they're like, oh, we can see some movement now. Let's take you live to the carriage. Like, I love that. That is thrilling for me. I will be looking for anybody who is not Channel 7, 9 or 10. No, it'll, it'll be the, the BBC <laughs> broadcast. No, won't happen. It yeah, will be it, the, the official broadcast. Yeah, it's got to be them because mm-hmm. if it, like I said, Channel 7, 9 or 10, it no. will be painfully simpering and, oh, no, I just can't. It doesn't even yeah. bear thinking about. No. But you're right, but the, but, the BBC, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's like, you know, when they had it for the funeral, as sombre as it was, everyone was so incredible and they had people on talking and, you know, tell me who this is and, you know, what, tell me the significance of, of this, you know, outfit and who are these people, the Royal Guards. Oh, amazing. I love that stuff. Yeah. And whilst we're speaking of the Queen's um, funeral, what about those guys who carried the coffin and got it on and off the gun carriage. I know. The it's, precision it's, oh, of their... Amazing. It's extraordinary. Yeah. Oh, see, again, the British. It's something that happens at every funeral. One mm. way or another, the coffin has to get out of the hearse, into the church mm. and back into the hearse, mm. whether it's a gun carriage or a hearse, mm. and no one does it like the Brits. Mm. Do you want to have another historical snippet? Just with the princess. Yeah, let's do it. I was um, wondering when you were going to get around to it, yeah. Well, do you want to know about the Stone of Scone? Stone of Scone? The Stone of Scone. <laughs> which is the stone. Is that of... a joke? No, I'm dead serious. Oh, hold on, hold on. Do they pronounce it stone, scone or scoon? Scone. Or scone. I did read something, but I haven't written it down. It could be the Stone of Scone, scoon or scone. So, dear okay. listener, when I say the Stone of Scone, please attach to it its correct pronunciation. It was <laughs> the stone on which Scottish kings and queens were crowned for donkey's years, and it was stolen by Edward I, his nickname is the Hammer of the Scots, in late 1296, and he returned, He brought it back to England, and it stayed in England until 1966, except for one short period mm. when it was stolen by some rebels. So it was returned to Edinburgh in 1966 on the proviso that it be lent back to the British for coronations because... Oh, so, so it's going to be there. We're going to see it. It will be in the coronation chair. They adjusted the Stop coronation it. chair to stick it underneath. It's underneath oh the God. chair. Amazing. I know. It's amazing. And it just looks, honestly, it just looks like it's a piece of sandstone. Yeah. It, it is. I oh, think I'm going to have to make a uh, batch of scones. Well, 
the stone of scones. And, <laughs> well, my mum. <laughs> my mum made Anzac biscuits this morning. It's like, oh, my annual batch of Anzac biscuits. Yeah. It's got to got to happen. I'm just seeing if I can find in Granny's. Yeah, we, we bought Anzac biscuits from Costco. Oh, I will make you some yeah, some Anzac biscuits because my Anzac biscuits are bloody marvelous. Right. There is a picture. There's George VI on the coronation chair. Underneath his duff is the Stone of Scone. Stone of Scone. That's fucking great. It's hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it sounds like such nonsense, you know? I know. It's just ridiculous. It, it sounds was... very Monty Python. It yes. does. It, it, that's exactly what it is. Oh, well, here, you know, here's, here's how old it is. Legend says that one of Jacob's sons took the stone to Egypt, then it travelled from there to Spain, then to Ireland in 7 BCE when Spain's king's son, Simon Brech, invaded. In Ireland, it was placed on the sacred hill of Tara and named the Lea Leal, or speaking stone, because it was said to groan aloud if the claimant was of royal blood but remained silent if he was a pretender. Now it's the... a groaning stone. <laughs> and then the stone was oh, taken yeah. to Scone Abbey in Perthshire after Kenneth I, who united the Scots and the Picts, moved his capital from Western Scotland to Scone in about 840 BCE. Oh, sorry, 840 CE, common era. And then Edward I took the scone back to England after the, the stone, not the stone, scone, took the stone back to England uh, Who took the scone? It's first. It's, it's a song. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, my God. Took the stone after the victory in the Battle of Dunbar in 1296 and had it fitted into the base of the coronation chair. Amazing. So, yeah. So, but I shall were, be looking for it. But there are rumours that the monks hid the stone in the River Tay and that the stone Edward I stole or took was a fake. And geologists have proved that the stone was quarried in the vicinity of Scone rather than the Holy Land. So that's all a whole lot of guff what came beforehand. In World War II, the stone was secretly buried under Westminster Abbey to protect it and the coronation chair was moved to Gloucester Cathedral to protect it from bombing raids and stuff. Yeah, so there we go, the stone of Scone. That's incredible. I know. I mean, even if it's just, you know, from 1296, that's pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool. Um, let's talk about Camilla's crown. Everyone knew that the next queen was going to have a reused crown because, you know, I mean, there's plenty of extant good condition crowns around because during the 20th century when queens got crowned, there was always a dowager queen hanging around to wear her own her own crown. So they got a new one. Lots of people, including me, thought that they would reuse the Queen Mum's crown because it was it's the most recent crown. It was made in 1937 and it was made out of platinum, so it's light. However, it's got the Kohinoor diamond mounted into it and that diamond is a blood diamond and lots of people want it returned to India or the subcontinent. Uh-uh. That's another issue again about the Kohinoor diamond. It's not heading back to India anytime soon. That's a short answer. So I would have thought they just would have taken the Kohinoor out and put there's plenty of other diamonds around, including various sized Cullinan diamonds that are existing. They could stick in the crown. Can I just can I just stop you there? I just got a notification that Barry Humphreys has died. Oh. Mm. Oh, yesterday they said the family had been called to No. The, uh, 
hospital. Yeah. Oh, oh gee. Oh. Devastating. Let's have a my goodness. That's, let's have a moment terrible. for Dame Edna. Mm, it's absolutely like completely groundbreaking and comic. I hate this word, comic genius, but so ahead. So of his time, time. And, yeah. and so such a we'll have to do a whole podcast about Barry Humphries. I could talk all day about him. Let's, you know, there, there's wow. the, of that time. Like, there's so many people that had to leave Australia because Australia just wasn't yes. smart yes. enough for them. You know that, and he had to leave. You know, all these people just had to leave Australia to to go to England just to be in amongst their own, you know, stature because. Australia couldn't keep up with them and and he was one of them. And he also, this is a whole other podcast, but he was also in the campaign to stop the QVB building being um, knocked down. Really? He was one of those people? Yeah. Yeah. Good and morning. there's this, I'll, I'll have to try and find it, but there's this video where he's right up the top in one of the sort of, you know, on the roof and he's just talking about it. And this goes into the whole green bands thing and, you know, when they tried to rip all of Sydney down and they wanted yeah. to rip down the QVB. And he sort of led the campaign because he was a famous face and then it got a lot of the people behind it and they stopped it being ripped down. Wow. i wow. tell you one thing. Yeah. I'm speaking to the guys from the Are You Being Served podcast and they're both Americans and the first thing they yeah. asked me was, oh, how's Dame Edna? I yeah. heard about it. Yeah. So yeah. even over there it's getting coverage. It's, yeah. It's, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He was pretty, pretty damn popular. Well, he did go to America. You know, he did have a talk show, and he was, yeah. you know, he was, he was everywhere. She was everywhere. The, the yeah, and, and appeared on a lot of the current talk shows, like the um, he was on Letterman. He was on. Yeah. 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 Um, now, yeah. Let, let, let's agree. I think we're going to have to um, broach Barry Humphreys. Yes. In, in an episode yep. by itself. Absolutely. Yeah. That's just that's tragic yeah. news. Like very, the, very. Yeah. Like we knew it was coming, but. Yeah, and and look, wow, I'm just. Still a shock. I really hope that his family got to be there. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, just to be yeah, there. Absolutely. It, what were you talking about? I don't know. So let's move on. Some of the scuttlebutt surrounding this upcoming <laughs> coronation. <laughs> what? Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. Oh, I didn't want to say rumours. I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> scuttlebutt. You know all the rumours about what's going to happen with the coronation and stuff one of the rumors i did hear because i was deliberately not paying attention to any of the rumors and goodness knows there's been a lot of headlines and a lot of bits of pieces put out by the murdoch media and by news.com and all that sort of stuff i've deliberately not gone near that i've paid attention to royal have there been many rumors oh yeah and mostly about he who shall not be named and his wife and I've just ignored all of that completely because I want to talk about and I want to focus on the actual coronation and what's going to happen during it. A lot of the rumours were initially, they've died down in the last few weeks, but I read a lot that King Charles was going to follow more along the lines of a Dutch inauguration for the Dutch monarch. So I had a quick look at what goes on there and the monarchs are not crowned. The Dutch crown and other regalia have never been physically endowed upon a person. The monarch is sworn in and invested in Amsterdam at a public joint session of the two houses of the States General. It's strictly ceremonial, so there's no religious component to it. Some monarchs in the Netherlands abdicate, 
and that happened in 2013 with Queen Beatrix. She abdicated in favour of her son, King Willem Alexander, and the regalia, the official regalia is present but not given to the monarch, and the monarch wears a ceremonial mantle, which is this big capey thingy. So it's... Capey thingy? Capey thingy. That's its official title. In the information that's come out in the time since I heard all that rumour, it's quite relieving to hear that they are still going to follow the basic lines of a British coronation. They're still going to do an actual coronation. So thank goodness they're doing that. And we don't have to worry too much about what the Dutch do and what other monarchies do. I wouldn't mind betting that whatever happens on the 6th of May, when it comes to Prince William's turn, he will scale things back a bit more mm. and change things around a bit let's, more. Let's, yeah, probably right, let's take a bet now. Take Open a bet? Book. Mm. Yeah. Well, we were going to ask for um, predictions, so, yeah. What do you think? For Charles or for William? Uh, for Charles. Charles. Okay. Andrew will be there. He will not be in the first couple of rows. He will be back a few rows, but not in the last row. Well, yeah, we I'm now on the know... other side of the fence. I don't think he'll be there. Oh, no, he'll, he'll be, be there. twitching behind a curtain somewhere. They might they might park him behind a pillar, but he'll be there. <laughs> I think that's what got him in trouble in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help himself. Can't help himself. It's going to be scaled back, but we're still going to get your standard pieces of music. Charles apparently has commissioned 12 pieces of music for the coronation. So there's going Amazing. to be an, an wow. awful lot of music. And, yeah, kings and queens have been huge patrons of musicians over the years and, yeah, they're keeping that going. So thank goodness, in a way. Um, they will keep some of the old music. I don't think they're going to have all the peers come up and pay homage to the monarch like they have at previous coronations, which is one of the things that does take time. Um, they all come up and there's famous clip of film where Philip goes to the Queen, I am your liege man and blah, blah, blah. Mm. I don't think they'll do that. No, uh, you just need to wrap it up. Wrap it up, minutes. get out the door. We're all hungry. Yeah. We need to eat our coronation yeah. quiche. I think Princess Eugenie and P- P- Princess Beatrice are not going to wear ridiculous hats. I think they've got that mm. out of their system. I <laughs> <laughs> think they have. Well, that's like our hats appropriate I at think, a coronation. Like this is what I was saying about, you know, fill the tiaras and everyone's there. Is it more just the sort of capy gown things and not the full wedding hats or, I, th- you know? I, th- I think the women will be wearing stuff similar to wedding stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you can't have a British royal event without the women in some form of hatting, mm. hattery or stuff. I think it's too serious for them to wear fascinators. Mm. Yeah, I think we're that's what get I mean. Hats like rather stupid... than fascinators. Yeah, hats. Um, yeah. I understand, but those stupid fascinator things. Too that stupid. Yeah, they are ridiculous. No. Oh, fascinators, stupid. I am going to predict that the day will go like clockwork, like all British things do. Oh, of course. Oh. Yeah, I will predict that. They'll be ha- rehearsing now. So. Yes, there's been photos of them rehearsing with all the horses oh, okay. and stuff. Yeah. Rehearsing on the mall at night time. And you wouldn't expect anything less, would you, really? Exactly. If you're going to do it, you've got to rehearse it. I am going to predict that King Harold of Norway will not be there. King Mm. Harold is now in his mid to late 80s. His mobility is not as good as it used to be. He was on crutches at 
the Queen's funeral, so I think he will not be at the it's wild prediction princess coronation. I know, but I think well, crown prince and princess will be there. What are your predictions? I think the concert afterwards, Elton John will headline and make it all about him. Okay. I think there'll be some type of nod to the Queen, our late Queen. Yes. Uh, Mummy. Be some type of tribute uh, screen in the background or, or something like that to Mummy. Yeah. No, no. Oh. It's an, even if it's just like a um, a screen in the background, but or if it comes from the king himself, I wouldn't be surprised if he stood up and and paid honour mm. to Elizabeth. Mm. I don't think Andrew will be there. Will Princess but Anne repeat? I've been wrong many times in the past. Who? Princess Anne, like wearing sort of her her military. Princess Anne is a great repeater of clothes. And she will repeat things many, many times like a normal person. Yeah. And she also will dredge things out of the wardrobe that are 30 or 40 years old and give them a new spin, stick a different hat with them or wear a different scarf and make it look completely different. So will Princess Anne put a new frock on? Will she turn up in military uniform or will she have something new? Don't know. Because thrilling. Can't wait to see. Yes, yes, because, oh, I was reading Tatler. You know that magazine in Britain that's been around since mm. the 1700s? Mm-hmm. It's very good for mm-hmm. royal news, Tatler, and it, it's not all like a tabloid, so it reads quite well. Never heard mm. of it. Been around for centuries. Mm. It's just online now. Apparently the deal with the royals is the high royal ladies very rarely wear new stuff to a wedding, like Kate repeated an outfit at Harry's wedding. Mm. And the reason they do that is so... Was it a scandal? No, it's to keep the focus on the bride, not on them. Mm. Keep Ah, the focus so people don't say, oh, look, Kate's got a new frock on. Look what it's wearing. She bought it from this shop. It costs that much. That's that's the Russell Crowe philosophy of dressing. What, repeat your stuff until it dies? Yeah, do you remember Russell Crowe? you know, during his phone-throwing incidents and, you know, after his Oscar wins and everything, he was just hounded by the paparazzi. So he just wore, like, jeans and a black T-shirt everywhere he went. So his pictures were sort of almost useful, useless. Useless. Yeah. Daniel um, Radcliffe did the same. Yeah. And so it's just like he's just wearing the same thing. So the the photos could be three years old. They could have been taken yesterday. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe did the same thing. He just got sick of being hounded by the paparazzi that he just wore yeah. the same clothes every day for like 18 months. Yeah, Russell Crowe, genius. Yeah. Genius. Yep, absolute genius. <laughs> so Princess Kate repeating her outfits, Russell. Princess Anne, genius. Yeah. Gotta, you I would say Princess Anne's probably the royal I've got the most respect for. She She's is, awesome. She's um, amazing. Yeah. Um, did you see the um, documentary where... They were playing old video reels because the Queen had a Super 8 camera and loved taking home movies and stuff. Oh, my God, you need to watch The Crown. Mm. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. That was a present from her father on her wedding. Was it for her wedding or her coronation? No, I think it was for a wedding, yeah. No, I think it was for a wedding. Oh, well, it wouldn't have been of a coronation because he was dead. So it would have been for her wedding. Oh, right. That was the wedding. Yeah. yeah. Well, she she yeah, loved I, I you. I can't believe you haven't seen this, <laughs> um, princess. princess. I can't believe you haven't seen this. We're very disappointed. Well, mm. clearly I now have a winter project. No, you need to. No, seriously, mm. seriously. You need to watch this. Before the coronation. Before 
Yes, because they go into so much detail about it. Like, yeah, it is very, very detailed. Yeah, I'm going to watch it again, like next week, and so I can watch season one and two, right? And that'll take me up to Coronation. So fresh in my mind. I'll, I'll, I'll join Netflix and do it. I promise. Um, I will pay for you to do it. No, it's it's all right. I'll do it. Um, But anyway. This documentary, it was only like 2017, 2018, something like that. They were playing these home reels and various people sat with the Queen and she talked about, oh, do you remember this day when we went and did that and we were doing this because of blah, blah, and we did that because of this and that. And it was fascinating. And there was one bit where Princess Anne and Prince Charles were just sitting together talking about what they did when they were little because, you know, it was just those two for many years. Before Prince Andrew, I would love that. What's it called, and and where do we get it? Oh, something that played on Fox Hill. I will look it up to you. Look it up and message you what it was. And you know, even how they used to go when they were over at Sandringham, they would go and play on the beach, and they would play. And Prince Philip, he was very hands on with the kids because the Queen was off being the Queen. So Prince Philip was hands on as the parent. And, and he was a very, very active parent with them and had very firm ideas about their education and all sorts of things, which was why poor Prince Charles went to Gordonston and really should have been we somewhere know. else. Oh, We've well, seen the crown. You've seen the crown. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the best I tell you, ones... one One thing that does come across in the crown, something that really does come across is the fact that they are a family and you mm. don't see a lot of that from the TV we see. So this is really delves deep into the whole family side of the monarchy. It's just, it's fascinating. It really is. And that is why Prince Andrew will be at the coronation, because his brother is getting crowned. He may, yeah. Yeah, look, yeah, he'll be skulking around somewhere. He obviously was at the funeral of his mum. It would have been, you know, at the end of the day, I think we mentioned this in our chat, regardless of what he's done, his, his mother had just died. Yeah, so he had every your right mom, to be at yeah. the funeral. You your know. mum is your mum. Oh, mom. absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. And I wouldn't so, have it any other way. I mean, that's... Yeah, but this yeah, is where... He had to be there, obviously. Yeah, so he possibly still will be there, and but he just won't be spoken about. Oh, I mean, like, he should be, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure all of the BBC people will be very well briefed saying, you know, you are not to mention anything about him. Well, oh, like, as he, as he walks past, the I'll say there's headings. the Duke of York, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think it's really interesting that Princess Beatrice is one of Charles's councillors. He's got like an advisory council of some parliamentarians and I don't know who else is on it. Prince William's there and a couple of others. Princess Beatrice is one of his councillors. And I thought that's a really interesting appointment. did not know that. And I have a feeling she is taking the place her dad would otherwise have taken. But I also think she's taking the place so she can get all boned up on all that stuff and help William when it's his turn. She's going to have the knowledge built up Mm -hmm. over the years that you need. And she's also younger, so she's giving a different perspective. She's also out ostensibly with a proper job. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Doesn't she work at art galleries or something? But she is Mm. out there in society more than Prince William and Mm. King Charles are. Yeah. So she's giving them a different perspective. She's giving them, she's got different friends. She's got different contacts. She moves in a bit of a different circle to them. And Mm. I think it's a really interesting appointment and says a lot about the esteem King Charles has for her. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I've always thought she was a very impressive young lady. She's, um, yeah, she's very, um, she's out there. 
yeah, some of the stuff she wears, but she's she's really um really clever. You know who I love? Zara Tendall. And oh, yeah, she's fantastic, isn't <laughs> yeah. she? Love them. Love them. Yeah. And there's so many photos of various royal members giving her massive great big hugs. And there's mm. a great one of her and King Charles hugging. It's just a mm. lovely photo. And you can tell that they just genuinely really love each other, as you would yeah. your niece. Mm. It's just lovely. Yeah. And you got to hand it to Princess Anne for keeping their royal titles away from them. They're not any less mm. royal. They're not any less involved. Mm. There you go. Look at the look on they his face. Normal, oh, yeah, fabulous. He loves yeah, it fabulous. a bit. The daggy old uncle and he loves it a bit. Yeah, they, they have sort of, you know, under the radar a little bit, haven't they? You know, not as out there. It's things like that which remind you that they're not the royals, they're a family as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just love it. My favourite photo of King Charles, that one. Oh, what baby is that? Cool. That is Prince Louis. Is it? How mm. lovely. He's a nice mm. bloke. Baggy old uncle. Look at his yeah, stupid I, haircut. He is. Yeah. He is. I He's absolutely a nice Charles. bloke. I don't dislike no. him at all. I mean, I don't. I've always you know. liked Charles. Yeah. You know, those photos, the family photos yeah. before. Oh, are they lovely? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Camilla, she's put in the hard yard. She's worked. They've been married 18 years now. So she was oh. the Duchess of Cornwall for an awfully long time. Mm. She has earned her stripes. It's been she's, that long. Yeah, yeah well. she's earned this. I mean, okay, a lot of nastiness happened in the 80s mm. and 90s between three people mm. in a love triangle, and it's just a shame that it got played out through the media. Mm. But it's not their fault that they were not allowed to be together when they wanted mm. to be together in the 70s. No. Yeah, that's right. Okay, dear listener, we'll wrap up our conversation now about the upcoming British coronation of King Charles III. We hope you've enjoyed our chat. It's been funny in places and sad learning that Barry Humphreys has passed away this evening and we sent his family our deepest condolences. Back on topic with the coronation note, dear listener, maybe you're a royalist, maybe you're a monarchist, maybe you're a republican, maybe you really don't care. But it is a big world event. It is something that the world has not seen for 70 years this year because the Queen was crowned in 1953. So it's going to be something new for many of us. And as I said earlier during the podcast, dear listener, the Brits really do know how to do a ceremony. So it's going to be worth watching just for that. We will join you in another episode of Podcast With No Name and talk about what actually did happen at the coronation and see if any of the things we predicted occurred and if not, what did occur. Until then, if you would like to get in contact with us, you can contact us at at podnoname on Facebook. You can contact us at podnoname at gmail.com. Is that correct, Eddie? Yes, that is correct. Good. And if you would like to donate to us to help us cover our costs, you can do so on Patreon. Eddie, do you have the details for that? Yes. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podnoname. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you. Thank you, Captain, for joining us tonight. Well, what we actually need to do is raise funds so you can buy a Netflix subscription so you can watch the fucking ground. That's what you need to do. <laughs> I will be getting Netflix yeah, yeah. and I will be watching The Crown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here, here. My husband and I 
sending you an audible royal wave and I shall join you on the other side. That is sometime after the 6th of May to talk post-coronation. Until then, take care and stay safe. Good night, Captain. Good night, Eddie. Bye. Bye. See you later. Remember when Fergie and Andrew were getting married and there was the joke around that said, can you say hair? Yes. Can you say hair? Yes. Can you say lair? Yes. Put them all together. Air and lair. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) No, you froze. Is he frozen or is he just boring?